time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for joining me today and each and every week from all around the world. My goal is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So I'm very excited that you guys are here with me today. On today's show, I'm going to be sharing the top 10 tips for aspiring authors. So if you're someone who's ever thought about writing a book or maybe you've been writing for a long time and you haven't gotten published quite yet, you'll definitely want to stick around throughout the entire show today because I'm going to share with you some of the tips and strategies that I learned at the Society for Children's Books, Writers, and Illustrators Conference in Los Angeles. I'm going to share information about finding your inspiration in unexpected places, learning how to revise like an editor, and even some of the keys to honing your craft so that you can find your unique voice. I'll also be sharing with you some top takeaways from renowned authors Lois Lowry, Andrea Davis-Pinkney, as well as author-illustrators Mike Carrado and Eliza Wheeler. So I've got so much great information for you guys today on the show, so definitely stick around so that you do not miss a thing. Now, for those of you who might be brand new listeners to the show, I want to share a couple ways that you can stay connected with me and with Infinite Success Radio. So, of course, you can find me over on Twitter at Factors for Success. That's Factors, the number four, success. Or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel. That's a great place to post your questions or your comments. I definitely love hearing from you guys. So that is a really good resource for those of you who are are not on social media, you can always send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. And if you ever have ideas or questions that you want to talk about on the show, um, sending an email is a really great way for you to not only connect with me, but we can sometimes bring on special guests that you guys recommend and things like that. So just always remember, the show is all about helping you take your business and your life to that next level. So I definitely love hearing from each of you that are listening every single week. And I appreciate you guys so much. You know, I believe that time is our most valuable asset because it's the one thing that we can never get more of. And so the fact that you're spending your time with me every single week really does mean a lot to me. So thank you guys so, so much. And um, like I said, just connect with me. And if you have questions or comments, I'll be more than happy to respond. Also, did you guys know that you can subscribe to Infinite Success Radio over on iTunes and on Stitcher? That's a great way to catch previous episodes and to make sure that you um, are notified each time we have a new episode. Of course, we're live every single week on Voice America's Empowerment Station. But in case you can't catch the live show, you can certainly catch the replays. So definitely check that out as well. 
Okay, let's jump into today's topic, the top 10 tips for aspiring authors. So earlier in the show, I mentioned that I just got finished with an incredible conference in Los Angeles through the Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. And this was actually my first time attending this conference, and it really was great. I had the opportunity to meet some really incredible people and to listen to and learn from, you know, brilliant authors and illustrators illustrators, editors, and even agents, you know, so it was just an incredible, an incredible event. And I really wanted to share kind of the the takeaways that I got from this event. I wanted to share that with you guys today, because even if you're not a writer, you can actually get a lot of success tips from today's show. Because what I have found over the years is that a lot of, of strategies that people use to become successful are strategies you can use across industries. So it's not just for writing necessarily. It's not just for, you know, working with people. It's it's strategies that you can use across the board. So today I'm going to primarily focus on what aspiring authors can do and, and some of those specific takeaways. But you might even find that if, if that doesn't match you today, there are still strategies that you can implement. And that actually leads me to tip number one, which is to be you and do you. And this tip actually came from author and agent Kirsten Hall. And I love this tip because this is something I believe in so much. For those of you who have listened to the show, um, you know that I believe so much in, in being ourselves. And what was interesting that Kirsten was sharing is that in terms of writing, she really encourages people to write what you feel strongly about instead of what you think you should write about. And that really kind of goes hand in hand with be you and do you. You know, if you feel strongly about a specific topic or a storyline or the type of character that you that you want to have in your story, that's what you need to be writing about. That's what you need to be focusing on. And um, I think so often we can get caught up in things that are going on in our world today or things that are happening in society or we can think that there's a certain storyline that is popular so we should write to that. And her perspective was really about writing what is authentic to you, what you feel passionate about. And it's so interesting that she shared that because three years ago when I first started writing my first children's book, um, you know, that came about because I was struggling as a writer. I was in Paris and, and studying and learning and having a great time there. And I was really, really struggling to write a fiction piece that I felt good about. And what I found was when I took that step back and said, wait a second, Rachel, you know, if you could write anything today, what would you choose to write about? And my answer was, I would choose to write a children's book. And so, you know, I gave myself that permission to start writing a children's book. And, you know, now three years later, we've, we've got that finished and that's getting ready to come out this fall. So this is, this is why it's so important, like she said, be you and do you. Tap into those pieces of yourself that are true and authentic. As a writer, the best thing you can do is to write about something that you're passionate about. Write about things that get you excited, and that's going to come through in your work. It's going to come through to your readers. It's going to come through in your characters. I mean, it really does come through when you have that enthusiasm and that excitement, you know, when you can tap into that place inside of you that's kind of bigger than yourself. You know, if you have a, a vision of something that you're wanting to create, that's the kind of work that you want to be doing. And as you do that, not only is it extremely fulfilling um, because you're, you're kind of following that purpose, you're following that, that, that vision that you have, but again, it comes through 
in your work. It comes through to your readers. And that is so important as an aspiring writer. So again, instead of just getting caught up in what's super popular today, you want to be thinking long term about the type of work that you want to be creating and making sure that that is, you know, something you're passionate about, something you're exciting about, excited about. And Kirsten was also sharing, you know, as an agent, she works with with writers, of course. And, um, you know, when she's going through her query letters, she's looking for something that's authentic. She's looking for something that just kind of grabs her and that's unique and different. And she was saying how much, you know, when, when, when she's reading something where someone has been unique, someone has been authentic, someone has written about something they feel passionate about, that comes through even in a query letter. So again, that's the importance of following, you know, your truth, walking your path and choosing to write about the things that are important to you. It makes a huge difference. And I, was, I so appreciated her sharing that. And it definitely resonated with me. So tip number two, this one actually came from Mike Corrado and I'd love him. He's an author and illustrator. He does the little Elliot series. That's um, kind of a children's book series that that he created, which I, I absolutely love. And one of the tips that he shared, and I, I just think this is so, so important, is to remember the child within you. So this is really important, not only when you're writing for kids, but I think it's actually important in life in general, as a whole, to remember that child within you. In terms of writing, this is really important because you have the opportunity to tap into experiences and feelings and things that may have happened earlier on in life. You know, when you were a kid, what type of experiences did you have that you could write about? right? I mean, that can be really powerful. What feelings did you have? You know, were you someone that, that had some struggles? Did you have a situation where maybe you were picked on and that's something that you could write about and create that in your storyline, for example? Um, you know, what was it like to feel lonely? You know, did you have moments as a kid where you had some loneliness or you had some fear? And can you tap into that when you're writing and kind of create that aspect in your characters. You know, it's really incredible as a reader when we read stories that really grab our heart and that that pull that pull us in, right? Stories where we can relate to the characters, where we can relate to situations, where we can relate to struggles and to victories, right? Those are so important. And as children's book writers, um, it's important that we offer that to young readers, that we we bring those experiences out so that young readers have the opportunity to read about it and to relate to to our characters, right? So this is very, very on point. I love this this tip and it's certainly something that, that I think we can all use more in our lives. And even if you're someone who's not writing children's books, you know, using this strategy in any of the work you're doing can be really, really powerful. You know, if you're working with clients, can you make things a little bit more fun? You know, could you tap into those childhood um, experiences and make things more fun for your clients? Um, Could you, for example, if you're traveling, could you just do something that is a little more carefree like you would have done as a kid and therefore maybe you'll enjoy that experience more? You know, there's all different areas in life where you can kind of apply this this tip and that's why I think it's so important I definitely try to 
tap into my, you know, as they say, inner child <laughs> frequently. Um, because I feel like in life, you know, we've got, we have one chance, we have one life, and I want to make the most of it. I want to have fun and, and I want to enjoy things. You know, I want to kick my shoes off and, you know, run in the grass and and I try to bring that kind of childhood fun into my everyday life so that I can enjoy things more. And so that's kind of a life strategy, but it certainly applies when you're writing children's books. For sure, it makes a huge, huge difference. And, and again, it really comes through in the work that you create. And it comes through to the kids who might be going through some things in, in life that, that when they read about your book and your characters, they can relate to that. So I love that tip, and thank you so much to Mike for sharing that with us. All right, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to be sharing about turning struggles into strengths, the importance of writing every day, and perseverance. So I've got more tips and strategies from Andrea Davis-Pinkney and so many others. So definitely stick around, and we will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for sticking around today. We are talking about the top 10 tips for aspiring authors. And before the last break, I was sharing with you a little bit about remembering the child within you and really tapping into some of those experiences that you might have had as a kid and, and kind of tapping into that child within. Now I want to talk about turning struggles into strengths. And, you know, this is a really powerful strategy that you can use in your life. It's something that has um, been very helpful for me in my business. Um, of course, I do lots of different things as a, as a coach and mentor and, and motivational speaker and so on. But, um, you know, what I have found is that no one's life is perfect, right? So nobody has a perfect life. We've all been through stuff. And if we can use some of those struggles to help other people to write a great story, to inspire someone else, 
um, you know, it can be very powerful and it can really make a difference in someone's life. So my strategy here, turning struggles into strengths, really comes from Linda Mullally Hunt. And she shared with us at the conference that some of your darkest moments can make the best stories. And she's a brilliant author. In fact, uh, she's shared a keynote with us and I, I just, oh my gosh, it was so powerful. Um, and she shared about how she's used some of her, you know, kind of dark moments that she experienced as a young person and how she used that in her writing. And it just, it's, it's really incredible to hear people's stories. She's got a really great story, a very interesting background. But, you know, her point was, if you can tap into some of those dark spots when you're creating, not only is it healing for you as a person, right? It can be very healing, very therapeutic. As, as mo most of you probably know as writers, um, there's something very therapeutic about the writing process. It can be at least if you, if you kind of use it in that way. Um, but for her, it was very much about bringing out some of those dark moments, some of those struggles, some of those really difficult times in life and bringing that out through her writing. And I think this is such a, a very important thing to be doing today because it's a way that we can reach people. You know, um, it's a way that we can have an impact and tell a story. It's a way that we can you know, encourage someone who might be going through a difficult time. You know, a lot of kids are going through some tough stuff right now, right? Lots of difficult things going on in our world today. So if we as writers can kind of look back on our own lives, look back on some of our struggles and bring that out, we're going to have powerful connections with our readers. And not just with kids, but even with adults who may read our books as well, right? And so this is a, such a great, great strategy. You want people to feel something when they're reading your book, when they're reading your stories. You want them to feel something. And whether it's happiness, whether it's sadness, whether it's despair, whether it's anger, you know, maybe they're reading uh, something that's going on with a character and, the, and you get a little angry about it. Has that ever happened to you with a book? You know, you're reading and you're thinking, ah, oh, I can't believe this, right? You get a little fired up. You want that to happen. You want your readers to feel something. And what Linda was sharing is so powerful because when you tap into some of those struggles, some of those dark spots in life, you will make your readers feel something. And that connection is so important and it's, it's so powerful. And it, like I said, it can really make a difference in someone's life. And even it could inspire a child who maybe is on the brink of giving up. You know, maybe they've, they've had a really difficult circumstance in life and they're thinking, man, how am I ever going to do this? And then they read your story and it gives them that little light at the end of the tunnel to look forward to. Or it gives them that hope or encouragement that they could go on to live a better life. You know, I've, I've done some speaking at, at schools and it's so incredible the difference that you can make in a child's life. I had one little girl, in fact, who attended an event I was speaking at a few years ago. She was probably about seven or eight years old and her and her dad came up to me um, at the end of, of the event and she just looked at me and she said, you have changed my life. And she's a little kid, so for her to even think that was just unbelievable. But she looked at me with the biggest smile and said, you have changed my life. And her dad shared with me that she had been taking notes in her little notebook the whole time 
I was presenting on stage. So she was literally taking notes. And I thought, wow, this is really incredible. So you never know the impact that you can have on somebody's life. You just never know. And by sharing, by tapping into those, some of those dark spots, you can encourage someone else. You know, a lot of the work that I do is, is very much about um, inspiring others to pursue their dreams, to go out and live the life that they want to live, regardless of where they come from, regardless of their circumstances. And so when I'm talking to kids, you know, I'm encouraging them, hey, what's your big dream? Go out there and do that. Don't give up. Keep going. And, and I share with them that I come from a really difficult background, right? I share with them that I've had a lot of struggles and that things weren't always easy for me. And so that gives them hope that no matter what's going on in their life, they too can live their dreams. And that's the power that we have as a writer. We can instill that hope into other people by tapping into some of those dark moments. So definitely take that wisdom from, from Linda and, and apply it to your work. Turn those struggles into strengths and see see what happens. All right, the next tip, and I got to kind of run through these so I don't run out of time today. Tip number four is from Andrea Davis Pinckney. She's a brilliant writer. She actually, oh gosh, she inspired me so much by some of the things that she shared. She's the vice president and executive director at Scholastic Books, as well as being an author. And one of the greatest tips that she shared that I really, really, really loved was to write every day. You know, this is something that I guess sometimes we don't think about. You know, we get busy. A lot of us have uh, different jobs that, that we're doing. You know, we might be writing on the side or writing part-time. It's not always a full-time career, especially in the beginning as an aspiring author. And one of the things that she said was so important is that you write every single day. And then it doesn't always even matter what you write, but that you're in the habit of writing every day. And she kind of referred to it as thinking about um, a, an athlete and their training every day. They're doing some form of training every single day, something to get their body in the routine, in the shape, in the form, practicing their skill, practicing their sport every single day right? It's a form of training. And as an author, as a writer, we want to be doing the same thing. And so she was actually sharing with us um, her, her routine. She gets up very early in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, every single day. She spends 30 minutes focusing on things that make her feel happy. So she has that quiet time for 30 minutes every day, which is so important. You guys, really, that's actually another great tip I didn't put on here, but that's a great one, having your quiet time every day, 30 minutes to really focus on things you're grateful for, things that make you feel happy. For her, she's focusing on the things that make her feel happiness and joy. And then she immediately goes into writing and she writes for about two hours. And then she gets ready for the rest of her day and, and you know, goes in, into work uh, there at Scholastic and whatnot. So this is super, super powerful because when you're in the habit of writing, you become a better writer. You're honing your craft. You're improving. You're sorting through ideas. You're sorting through inspiration. Um, you know, sometimes everything you write for two hours might just be junk. You may never do anything with it, but you're in the practice and in the habit of writing, which is so, so 
So important. I have definitely seen this in my own life. If I go through, you know, bits of time where I'm not really writing consistently, which has definitely happened. In fact, I've been traveling a lot this summer and have not done a lot of writing. Um, <laughs> you know, life happens to all of us. Um, and, and as you get out of the habit, you kind of got to jump back in. You kind of lose a little bit of that flair that you might have had a few weeks prior because you haven't been in that habit. But it's something you can do every single day. Just plan it into your schedule. And you may not have two hours available. You know, maybe you've got 45 minutes or maybe you can squeeze in an hour. Um, But just kind of adding that to your routine every day. Maybe it's something you could do at night or like she does in the morning before she goes into work. But it's going to help you become a better writer. And that's what we want, right? We want to really hone our skill. We want to get our craft to the best it can possibly be so that we can have that greater impact and that greater influence in pe- in people's lives. Another thing that she shared, and I just want to touch on this quickly, um, she shared a, a really beautiful piece on diversity. And I'm not sure if she has that posted online. I'm sure you could do a Google search and see if it pops up. Um, but I really loved what she shared about diversity. And it really reminded me how important it is that we Um, we all choose to use our voice, right? So no matter your background, no matter where you come from, no matter where you live in the world um, or the struggles you've gone through, it's important that we use our voices for good and that we share about our diverse backgrounds, right? That we, we bring that to the table. And as we do that, it helps everyone, It really does as a whole, you know, we are a global society. And as we share our stories, our experiences from our own diverse backgrounds, we can have a bigger influence and, um, you know, a more positive effect in our world today. So I would encourage you again, I don't know if she has posted that online or not, but do a search and see. um, And I can actually, um, I'll I'll reach out and see if I can uh, find that myself. If I find it, I will post it on my website, connectwithrachel.com. I'll post a link to it in today's show notes, um, if I can find it. And again, I'm not sure if she had posted that, but it was a very, very powerful piece that she shared with us. And I absolutely loved it. Okay, let's jump on to the next tip. Tip number five, persevere. Persevere. Now, this might seem a little self-explanatory. A lot of times we talk about perseverance and how important it is, but this is actually one of the most important things that you can do as a success tip for life is to persevere. Oftentimes, success does not just happen overnight, right? Oftentimes, we don't reach a goal without putting in a lot of time and effort and energy, right? Sometimes achieving a goal, you might think it'll take you a year and it might take you five years, right? It, it just depends. Each person's experiences are different. What's important to keep in mind is that no matter what happens, perseverance is key. I spoke with an illustrator who just has brilliant work at the conference. And one of the things that she shared with me was that she went 18 years unnoticed, 18 years, completely unnoticed, kept working on her illustrations, you know, kept working on the dream, didn't give up. But 18 years in, she had been unnoticed. And then all of a sudden, the doors opened up. She got deals 
got contracts and now her work is out there where people are seeing it and love it. And she's a brilliant illustrator. Um, and and th- again, that's just one example. And I could tell you there are countless stories like that. I talk to people all the time from all different backgrounds throughout the world who have similar stories where people think that you're an overnight success because all of a sudden, you know, you, you've got a bunch of media exposure or all of a sudden people are hearing your name all the time. And the backstory with most of those quote unquote overnight successes is that usually it was many years of work, of struggling, of not having the success that you want, right? Many years of that. And then all of a sudden those doors start to open up and the success starts to, to, starts to become your reality, right? So <laughs> it's so interesting how that happens and, and kind of that misconception that you're an overnight success. And that's why perseverance is so important. To not give up, to keep going, to keep trying. In the world of publishing, as most of you probably know who are listening today, it is a very difficult industry. And you're going to get a lot more no's than you'll ever get in yeses, right? So you're going to have to be okay with getting those no's, with getting that rejection, with getting that, you know, not this time, maybe next time, right? And so when that happens, always remember, keep going. I've got to persevere. That's one of the top tips is to just continue, just to continue and to not give up. And eventually in time, you will get there, right? I feel like the only time in life when we really, really fail is when we give up. I I really think that that's true because oftentimes what we might perceive as a failure is actually just an opportunity to learn and grow and change, right? And so if we give up, then the opportunity to learn and grow and change has stopped, right? You can't, like you gave up and and so that's it. That It's over, game over at that point. But if you continue and you try again, then you increase your likelihood of achieving the goal that you're working toward, of, of hitting that level of success that you want to be at, of getting that book deal, right? <laughs> because you didn't give up, because you kept trying. Another author I spoke to, she actually wrote six books before her seventh book was picked up by a traditional publishing house. So six books, and these are novels. So this isn't, you know, this isn't just a small feat. This is a big process, a lot of time and effort that she put forth. Um, and then again, the six, you know, good, good that she did that, but she wanted that pr- traditional publishing deal. And the seventh book was when it finally happened. So there are countless stories from people that, that, are, that have had similar situations. And that's why perseverance is absolutely key to your success. All right, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about celebrating your victories. I'm going to share with you some wisdom from Lois Lowry and also finding inspiration in unexpected places. We'll talk about that and so much more. So stick around and we will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Transform your life. 
boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth, visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. On today's show, we are talking about the top 10 tips for aspiring authors. And do you have questions or comments that you want to share today? If so, you can head on over to social media and find me at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors, the number four success. I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you might have. And of course, you can just share your feedback with me. I love hearing from you guys and I love knowing, you know, what tips and strategies are your greatest takeaways from the show. So definitely reach out today and I would love to connect with you. So let's talk about tip number six, which is to celebrate every victory. So as a writer and, you know, really anywhere in life, it can be a little discouraging sometimes when we are not achieving our goals as fast as we want or we're not achieving that level of success, you know, in the time frame we were planning. It can get a little discouraging. When we get rejection letters, it can be a little discouraging, of course. So it's really important that we celebrate every single victory. That will help you stay motivated. It will help you stay inspired. And it will actually remind you of all the things that you're doing great in life. You know, I I actually teach this strategy to my clients because it's such an important life skill. And oftentimes, the older we get, the more we forget about all the amazing things that we've done throughout our lives. And so one of the things that you can do is actually kind of make a list of your victories. And as you you know, as you achieve something new, as you send out a query letter, as you have a manuscript review, like all of these little things that you do as a writer, those can be small victories. And you can write those things down so that when you're feeling discouraged, you can look back on that list and say, oh, wow, look how far I've come. You know, I may not be where I want to be quite yet, but look how far I've come. Look at all the great things that I've done. And this is a really, really important strategy to kind of keep your mindset in a positive place to help you continue moving forward. This actually helps with perseverance, like we were just talking about, because celebrating your victories puts you in that positive state. It reminds you about why you're doing what you're doing. It kind of keeps your focus on the positive especially when some of those negatives creep up. And listen, it happens to all of us. It definitely happens to all of us. So this is a great strategy you can apply to your life as a writer and really in any area of of your life to celebrate 
every single victory, no matter how big or how small it may be, each victory is important and each victory matters. Tip number seven, make connections. So in your writing, you want to make connections. You want your characters to have deep and meaningful connections to each other and and throughout the story. And this is actually a tip that Lois Lowry shared. Of course, she's a renowned author. Many of you know her work um, through The Giver and and many other books. In fact, she was sharing with us, she has written 40 books. Can you believe that? 40 books. Uh, It's amazing. That's amazing to me. 40 books. Wow. Absolutely incredible. And and really one of her main tips that, that I really loved, of course, she shared tons of great information with us, but she really talked about finding creative ways to connect um, and to show connections through your work, the connections of everyday life, the connections of people, the relationships, and how when you do it and you do it well, you know, those those storylines, those connections of people, the, the family connections can be very, very powerful. And I think this is such a great idea and a great strategy that we can apply to our work. Really making sure that we dig deep with those connections. You know, are there family dynamics that you can bring out in a story that you can really show a reader um, and, and really paint that picture in a deep and meaningful way? Are there connections throughout history even that you can pull into your work, that you can kind of use little bits and pieces? How do your characters connect? How do they interact? Um, And how does that apply to your reader? I just love, love that tip. I love that strategy of applying those connections, creating meaningful connections and relationships with your characters. I think that's part of the reason her work is, is so powerful and it's made, you know, such an impact for readers is because she's brilliant at making those connections and making you feel something through those human connections. And you know, with technology today, let's be honest, we're all all over the place with technology. You know, you don't even have to talk to anybody on the phone anymore because you can send a text message or an email. You can post something on on uh, social media. You know, you don't even have to talk to people anymore, um, which is really sad because <laughs> we need to talk to each other. We need to have that face-to-face interaction. And, you know, technology is wonderful, but we need to have those meaningful connections with people, those lasting friendships those family connections uh, between grandparents and children, let's say, or between siblings. These things are important. And as writers, we have the opportunity to create worlds, to create storylines with these meaningful and powerful connections. And so thank you so much to Lois for that great tip. Um, I just, I loved that so much. And of course she shared so many other wonderful things, but that was kind of my biggest takeaway from what she shared with us. Let's jump into tip number eight because we are getting a little bit low on time today. Tip number eight is to find inspiration in unexpected places. Ooh, 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 I love this one. I love this one. You know, there is, there's so much inspiration throughout our world if we watch for it, if we look for it, and if we open ourselves up to it. You know, I love to travel. I've traveled all over the world, over 30 countries and 
I think over 27 states in the United States. I really enjoy traveling. I love meeting people. I love learning about different cultures. And um, of course, I live internationally right now as well. And so it's just been just an incredible journey to kind of create this life of, of learning. You know, I I see myself as kind of a student. I'm always learning from my surroundings and, and from experiences. And, you know, when I'm traveling, I'm always open to inspiration. I'm always open to where ideas might come from and how I might be able to use that in my writing and how I might be able to to use that in the work that I do. In fact, for my book that's coming out um, here in just a couple of months, I was very inspired by Monet's Gardens in Giverny, France. And so I used that as kind of a bit of inspiration for the garden setting and um, kind of the, the, the magic that takes place. Because why while I was walking through you know, Monet's gardens, I was so inspired. I mean, I, I just was, it was breathtaking. It was so beautiful. And to think that, you know, the, the brilliant artwork <laughs> came from such an, such an amazing place. And there I was standing there, you know, I'm a huge Monet fan and I love um, the impressionists, of course. And I'm just, you know, it really spoke to me. And so that was, that was an inspiration in, in my writing. And so you can find inspiration from all different places, from all different sources. In fact, Eliza Wheeler, who is an author and illustrator, she says that no passion, hobby, or experience is too small. And I love that because you could be inspired by the tiniest little detail. It could be a flower. It could be a rock, you know. Um, it could be an argument between your kids. It could be your pet at home. Like there are tons of things in everyday life that could inspire us. I mean, you could be inspired. You might be sitting drinking a cup of coffee and all of a sudden a great idea pops in your mind. Like that's how inspiration comes to us. So it's important that we are open to it. Um, you just never know where that inspiration is going to hit you at. You know, you might be driving down the street and all of a sudden you get a great idea for, for a story that you want to write. So you never know where that's coming from. Um, it could be nature. It could be a trip. It could be anything. And what we want to do as writers is we want to take that inspiration and then develop that out. We want to work it. You know, we want to create. And so what I always like to do is I always keep a little journal, a little notebook with me so that anytime I've got that inspired thought or I have a great idea for a storyline, I can just jot it down. And um, it doesn't mean I have to do anything with it that day, but I just jot down those ideas. I jot down... Um, that inspiration um, for Eliza, she is an illustrator, like I mentioned, as well as an author. And so a lot of times she'll just go ahead and just sketch something out. You know, she might have an idea and then just do a little quick little sketch as a reference point to look back on. And so I love that tip about finding inspiration in unexpected places. Um, I think it's so important to just remember that our everyday lives can be a great, great resource in our writing. And it can be something where we have some storyline or some idea, some spark of creativity just in our everyday lives, in our routines. But we've got to be open to it. And then, of course, we got to take action on it as well. You know, if it just sits in your journal and you never do anything with it, then, then it was a great idea, but you didn't do anything with it. So, you know, take some action on that too, develop it out. But I really, really love that tip. 
All right, we've got to stop right there and take another short break. When we come back, we will wrap up with revising like an editor and a couple other things. We'll talk a little bit about mindset and considerations when you're thinking about a bookstore. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success. That's ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for sticking around today. We are talking about the top 10 tips for aspiring authors. And I want to share a resource with you guys today. Over on my website, connectwithrachel.com, I will be posting show notes from today's episode. And what I'll do for you guys to kind of make it easy for you, it's, it's a great reference point that you can look back on, but I will post links to um, some of the authors and illustrators that I've mentioned today. And I will also try to find that article um, from Andrea and post that there as well. So I will try to link to that in today's episode notes. Uh, that should be available in about a, a week. Um, so just kind of check back for that. But again, just go to connectwithrachel.com and that'll be a great reference for you so that you don't have to write all of this down today. Um, but you can certainly kind of reference back to some of the people that I've talked about and some of the tips and strategies that I've shared with you guys today. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about revising like an editor. This is actually tip number nine, and this is super, super important. We had several editors and agents that um, were sharing this this week at the at the conference, and a lot of them kind of had some of the same things to say. Like, you really need to edit your work. You really need to, you know, have somebody take a look at it, you know, make your work as great as it can possibly be before you submit it. It needs to be very polished. But most importantly, you really want to revise your work like an editor would revise it. You want to look at it instead of from the artist's perspective, you know, instead of looking at it as the author or the illustrator, you want to look at it as somebody who's critiquing your work as an editor would. 
And you really want to evaluate, you know, your story and, and your text or your illustrations from that perspective. So one of the most important things, and I heard this from probably, I'd say, gosh, five or six different people, is that your first line is the most important. So you need to make it your best. Okay, your first line is the most important, so make it your best. So when you're looking at your manuscript, if your first line is not hitting it out of the park, if it's just kind of so-so, then you need to make a change, make an adjustment, because you have that opening line to hook your reader. And you have that opening line to hook your agent or your potential agent, you know, or an editor or your potential editor. If they can't get past that first line, then the rest of the story doesn't really matter, right? If they're not hooked right out the gate, first line, then chances are they're not even going to read the rest of your work. So it's super, super important that that first line is powerful and very strong and then it grabs your reader. So when you're revising, definitely take a look at that and, and really analyze that piece. It's super important. You know, ask yourself, would this grab my attention? If someone else submitted this to me, would it grab my attention? Would I want to keep reading? And if the answer is no, then that just that's okay. That just means you have some room for improvement. You can make a little adjustment to, uh, to make it more powerful and to make it more strong. So that's really, really important. When you're revising like an editor, you want to look for, you know, your punctuation. You want to look for how your words are structured. You want to look for where the story is going? Where, where is there tension? What's going on with your characters? Does it make sense? Does your dialogue matter? If you've got, you know, if you've got dialogue in there, is it meaningful, important dialogue? Or is it just extra stuff, right? <laughs> is it just the fluffy stuff? You've got to kind of look at these things and be a little bit critical of yourself. Okay. You know, you want to look at it from that perspective of if someone submitted this to me, what would I say about it? And you want to get it as, as close to, to perfect in your mind as possible before you submit it. All right, tip number 10. And this is, is so important as well. Find five books that you want your book to be next to at the bookstore. And this came from Jenny Bent, and she is an agent. She really encourages her clients to think about their book in terms of what what would it look like at a bookstore? Whose books would they be sitting next to, right? So you want to imagine your book. Where would it be? What are the books it's going to sit next to? What do those books look like? How are those books positioned in the market? These are all things that you want to think about. And I thought this was a really clever strategy because as a writer, you know, we can, we can get a little bit caught up in our story and and think it's great and wonderful and think that everybody's interested in it. But we also want to take that step back to think about the market, to think about where does the book fit in a library? Where does the book fit in a bookstore? Where is it going to fit in a classroom? You know, you want to think about all of these things. What books are you competing against? And as you're kind of thinking through that, it's important to kind of recognize your competition around you. And I don't mean competition in a bad way, but just in a realistic way, right? There's a lot of books out there and you want yours to stand out. So again, as you're thinking about, you know, the five books that you want your book to be next to, right? Those five that you're just thinking, oh, these are great. These are so good. I want mine to be right there. You know, that's a great way for you to kind of analyze What's going on in the market? What are the bookstores showing? What's the placement? What are the book sizes? These are all just things for you to kind of know in the background. 
Um, and I think that that is a great tip. It's kind of a clever approach to take when you're considering your book and where it might fit at a bookstore. So the last tip I want to share with you today is actually just kind of an extra bonus tip. Um, And it's number 11 because I have an extra one, which is to master your mindset. I think this is such an important thing that we have to really work on um, in life in general because life is about the journey and not the destination. I think so often we get caught up in our goals and wanting to be successful and wanting to achieve a certain level of success. And that's great. But sometimes we forget to kind of enjoy the journey. And we forget that all the things that we're doing right now are leading us down a pathway. We're, we're going down a road to get to that end result. And each time you achieve a goal, you know, you're going to set another one and then you can achieve that and you're going to set another one and then you can achieve that. But it's very much about the journey and, and not really about the destination. So I would encourage you guys to look for success in multiple areas of life. As a writer, if, if you only think success is being published by one of the big six publishing houses, then you know chances are you're not going to feel super successful for quite a long time because it is a very difficult industry. So that's part of the reason that we would really encourage you to look for success in multiple areas of life. You know, pat yourself on the back for a job well done. And every time that you get published, even if it's a small boutique magazine or, you know, if it's if it's something online, if it's someone's blog that features you, all of that counts and all of that matters. And those are little bits of success on your journey. And if you have, you know, success in your personal life or with your friends and you've got great relationships, that's all part of success too. So it's important that we kind of really master our mindset and, and put ourselves in a really positive frame, you know, that we think about our goals and think about success from a positive perspective instead of kind of beating ourselves up and being down on ourselves for not reaching the goals as quickly as we would like to. Does that make sense? So I just want to encourage you guys today. I just wanted to throw that in as kind of a a little side note at the very end, just to really think about your mindset. In fact, on Infinite Success Radio, we've done a lot about talking about positive thinking and you know, how to stay positive, how to stay focused, maintaining your motivation. There's lots of those previous episodes that you guys can listen to as well that'll give you some ideas on that. But I just think it's an area where we can all continue to improve and, you know, just continue to appreciate the things that you've done well and appreciate the journey, even when it's tough and even when it's challenging. And eventually you will achieve your goals and you will achieve the level of success that you desire. I truly believe that you just can't give up. All right, we're out of time for today's show, but thank you so much for being a loyal listener. Please subscribe to Infinite Success Radio over on iTunes and on Stitcher. And as always, we thank you so much for your time. You can connect with me on facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors, the number four success. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. And we will see you again next week, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. 